Hi, I'm Dan Krinas from the Leader of Learning podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure to check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to episode 32 of the EdTech Bytes podcast. And in this episode, I chat with Meredith Allen from Soundtrap to discuss none other than Soundtrap and obviously some food. So let's get started. Welcome to the EdTech Bytes podcast, where we discuss EdTech and food because, as you know, great conversations happen when we break bread with great people. And now, your host and my dad. If you haven't registered for FETC yet and plan on attending this January, you're in luck because you can actually use promo code ETB when you register for FETC and get 10% off of your registration. So what are you waiting for? Register now using promo code ETB for 10% off of your registration and we'll see you in Florida. Welcome back to another episode of the EdTech Bytes podcast. My name is Gabriel Carrillo. I want to do two things. I want to welcome all the new listeners. Thank you guys for joining in. Thanks to you for subscribing, hitting that like button or hitting that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform feed you use. Relax, make yourself at home. I hope that you enjoy what we have to talk about here, what we have to discuss. And uh, number two, I want to welcome back the loyal listeners, those of you who have been with me from uh, day one or day 20 or day 300. I appreciate you coming back, subscribing to the podcast and tuning in for another episode of what I like to call organic conversation with educators. So before we get started into the interview, or I should say conversation with Meredith Allen, I'm going to do kind of, I'm going to do a couple of little house cleaning things here. First thing I'm going to do is kind of a a wrap up of the last couple of weeks since I dropped episode 31. So a couple of things have happened. If you're keeping up with the hash bl- hashtag Flipgrid bus tour that's been going on through the state of Texas in the past couple of weeks, you'll know that the Flipgrid bus tour actually made a stop through Nimitz Middle School, which is one of my campuses here in San Antonio on October 18th for some professional development. It was an awesome turnout. They showed up here pretty early in the morning, did some PD for us before school hours. And uh, it was an overall great experience for both the teachers, the instructional technology specialists from my department who were here, as well as the folks from Flipgrid to actually get together, congregate, and have discussions with their end users, the teachers. So I want to give a big shout out to Flipgrid for doing that, choosing um, one of my campuses as one of their stops on the tour bus or on the bus tour, I should say. And uh, I I really want to give them a shout out for doing that. That was, I I greatly appreciate that. The teachers here at the school appreciate that. And we just want to give a warm welcome and thank you for doing that for us. And uh, on that note, fall is officially here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know where you're listening from, but where I am, we went from 90-something degree weather to a high of 49 overnight. It was uh, was pretty awesome. It was a much-needed break from the summer heat, so fall's officially here. The pumpkin spice fill-in-the-blank is everywhere. Um, So wherever you are, welcome fall. Can you believe that Halloween's just around the corner? Crazy, right? All right, another little 
wrap up that I have here. I don't know if you guys have followed Recap That. If you're unfamiliar with Recap That, it's kind of a uh, uh, reflection tool for students and teachers as well. Well, Recap announced about two weeks ago that they're officially done with their Recap tool. However, they are, they've morphed into something that's now called Synth. And if you want to check that out, it's at gosynth.com. That's G-O-S-Y-N-T-H.com. And here's a a real quick one-liner as to what Synth is. It's interactive podcasts that are about 256 seconds long, audio or video recordings. Basically, in a nutshell, it's micro-podcasting. So check that out. It's at gosynth.com. So recap that. Um, Sorry you couldn't stick around too long, but I like that you guys went in another direction with GoSynth, and I can't wait to see what you guys have in store for us educators, us ed techers. So shout out to them. Next, doing something a little bit different. Uh, I have created a Spotify playlist on my Spotify account called EdTech Bytes Work Playlist, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes here. And I'm going to be adding to this playlist as the weeks go on, and then I'll introduce a couple different playlists as the, as the year as the year goes on. But I've got some smooth instrumentals, some jazz slash hip hop inspired instrumentals and beats to kind of just catch a vibe and focus on whatever it is you're working on, whether it be at work, whether it be in the office, whether it be on your commute to or from work. It could be cooking at home or just relaxing, grading papers. But either way, check that um, playlist out. It's called EdTech Bytes Work Playlist. Um, And like I said, I'm going to have that description or that link in the description of the show notes. So just a little something that I'm going to experiment with. Uh, Other people are doing video podcasts and things like that and vlogs. I wanted to go with uh, a playlist. So check out my playlist. And like I said, that information's in the show notes. Check it out, subscribe to it, and I'll be adding more tracks to that playlist as well as introducing some future playlists on future episodes. So on that note, let's go right into a promotion from Nearpod. Interested in trying Nearpod? If you are or are a silver user, you're in luck because my listeners can try a three-month trial of the gold version for free using the promo code NP. Gabriel. The gold features include all of the silver features, including increased participants from 30 to 50 at one time, premium content and activities such as virtual field trips and student-paced mode. This way, you can send the Nearpod lesson home for those of you who are flipping the classroom. Just go to nearpod.com redeem and use promo code NP-Gabriel. Bon appetit. Take advantage of that offer, ladies and gentlemen. Nearpod Gold for free for three months. That's a pretty good deal. So take advantage of that. Upcoming conferences. If you guys are going to be at AIE in San Antonio, November 13th, I will actually be there presenting. The name of my session is called Change the Normal for Your ELL Students. And I actually have a media pass. So I'm going to be conducting interviews with presenters, conference uh, attendees, and also doing some live streaming. So make sure you check me out on social media or check out that session. That way you can be tuned in to what's going on at that AIE conference. Speaking of social media, if you want to check those out, make sure you follow me on the uh, the following social media platforms. EdTechBytes.com, that's the name of my website slash blog. Make sure you subscribe to that and uh, bookmark that page. 
If you're on Twitter, you can always follow me at EdTechBytes. Instagram is at EdTechBytes as well. Periscope for those live streams is also EdTechBytes. If you want to follow the Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash EdTechBytes. And I'm also on Patreon. So if you want to help support the creation of content like this, support the EdTechBytes podcast on one of three different tiers. I have a $1 per month, a $3 per month, and a $5 per month subscription. So if you want to help production of content like this that directly relates to you, your learning, and your students' learning, check me out at patreon.com slash edtechbytes. So now let's get into the interview with Meredith Allen from Soundtrap. She's going to kind of introduce herself and what she does and what her passions are, but you'll get really quickly into this interview why I chose to interview her and why I wanted to showcase a tool like Soundtrap. So here's my interview with Meredith Allen from Soundtrap. Welcome, Meredith. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I spe- I really want to take the time to thank you for accepting the invite to the podcast. I know that you and I have chatted before through uh, Twitter and emails back and forth about other things. And uh, we were actually able to connect today uh, to make this podcast episode happen, as well as possibly bring some uh, student podcasting to the school that I'm working with, specifically a middle school. So thank you very much. Nice. Thank you. All right. Soundtrap. Tell us about, tell us who you are first and foremost. Tell us about yourself. All right. So uh, in my past life, I like to say I was a teacher. I worked in a rural school in Iowa as a band director, elementary keyboarding teacher. I did a little virtual reality. Uh, Yeah. And I left the classroom to serve a bunch of schools with just tech. So we call them AEAs. They're state funded agencies. Okay. And it was during that time, actually, I stumbled on Soundtrap. And that was in 2015. And my story kind of started there. And, and now I'm, I'm full-time with the company and have been for a few years. And how did you get that ball rolling? Like, how, how did that relationship kind of pan out, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, well, uh, teachers, when they really want something that costs money and they're passionate about it, they're probably not afraid to ask so, for free stuff. So I contacted them and said, hey, I have a makerspace uh, coming up that I want to incorporate arts, specifically music. And I think that your tool would be great. Can I have some free seats? They had just unrolled their EDU product at the time. And I didn't know this, but in the back end, they were developing their um, kind of their strategy for the EDU market because they were so new. And I was one of the first teachers to reach out to them and offer, you know, a space for them to kind of test, ask questions, work with. And so uh, right time, right place. And yeah, the rest of the story is just it's crazy history. startup and bought out by Spotify. The end. Yeah, that <laughs> happened like earlier this year, right? In November. It's been almost a year now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's already been a year. Crazy. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So now you guys are back by the big boys. Spotify. We are. And it's been, it's been a crazy, awesome ride. I mean, there's obviously growing pains with anything that, that moves that fast, but I would say what's been the most beautiful is they want to maintain that startup feel in the company. So we haven't changed anything as far as our infrastructure with Soundtrap. We just kind of, we kind of do our thing as our little, I like to call it like a daughter company and but with that has came a lot of extra arms and legs we have more people on the team we have more budget to do uh, more development 
And when I ask for a feature, it doesn't take two years to get done because that, you know, it's way back in the backlog. It's, it's yeah. a little bit quicker. So that's, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty cool that you are able to actually live it, view it from the inside. Yeah. And I never, I mean, if you would have, if you would have asked me, you know, when I was teaching in Iowa, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? I just thought I would be a teacher. I thought I would, you know, be educating kids and, you know, cash in my Ipers at some point. And I never thought I would be spending, I think I spend eight weeks a year in Stockholm and have, you know, conversations with the developers on how to make the product better. Uh, and then my, my favorite part is the conversations I have with teachers where I am, I am gathering information and success stories because I love one of my passion projects within the company is sharing some of the amazing stuff that the kids are doing and the teachers are doing in the classroom. So that's great. The EDU blog is my baby. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed. I actually wrote a blog post for you guys about, about a month, month and a half ago, right? You did. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I stumbled, I didn't, I don't want to say I stumbled across Soundtrap, but I was introduced to it back in 2017 and uh, a little bit before ISTE 2017 in San Antonio here actually uh, where I live. And I was walking by the booth and at that time, I had just gathered all my gear to start my own podcast. So I was just getting my, you know, getting my feet wet. And I happened to walk by the booth at the expo. <laughs> and I think I told this story uh, when I actually interviewed her. Um, but I was walking by and I saw someone standing there, obviously a rep from Soundtrap. And I said, hey, what are you guys all about? Um, you know knowing that I wanted stickers and a lanyard and a pen. Um, and she said, Oh, you know, we're, we're basically an online music studio. And how, like, how perfect is it that I was ready to start my podcast? I actually launched it that day at ISTE and I got to talking with her and um, she introduced herself and introduced what the product soundtrack is all about, which I'm going to have you get into a little bit later. But um she said, hi, my name, you know, by the way, my name's Tanya Aberth. And I said, oh yeah, my name's Gabriel Creel. So we shook hands and we started talking more. And it's not till after that I realized, holy cow, that was Tanya Aberth. <laughs> Published author, ed tech guru, travels the world, you know, is all over doing her thing. And I, I had no idea that I was chatting with her. So luckily yeah. I took a picture of her badge and I reached out to her later. But that's how, how I kind of got my feet wet with Soundtrap at the time. And I started to go, I went home and I started playing around with it um, on my, on my son's Chromebook because that, that mm-hmm. was like one of the, the, the big pieces that they were trying to sell. I don't want to use the word sell, but that was one of the, uh, the pitch, you know, one of the pitches that, that Tanya said, it basically works in anything um, as long as it's cloud-based and it has access to the internet. Mm-hmm. So I got on my son's Chromebook and sure enough, it worked. It just yeah. worked. So backtracking a little bit, Give us your sales pitch on mm. Soundtrap. If you had a group full of teachers in front of you, how would you describe Soundtrap to them? Well, and I do have to thank Tanya. And she has been instrumental at a lot of things. And one of them was when I found the platform, I knew it was like a Google Doc for audio recording. And she put it so eloquently and has, and we, we use it all the time, is that if GarageBand and Google Docs had a baby. Yeah, it would be Soundtrap. And that's out of Tanya's mouth and she, and I use it all the time. And, and that is the easiest way for educators to kind of frame what the heck it is. Cause there are a lot of tools out there and they understand, Oh, GarageBand, that's how you record stuff. And then, Oh, Google docs, it's cloud-based. It works on just about any device and it's collaborative. 
So you put those two together and then, okay, I'm, I'm starting to understand it. But more, more importantly, it's that my, my pitch, I guess, which I didn't think I'd ever be pitching anything in my life. And then you find a tool that you're passionate about and you do end up being a salesperson really. Yeah. Is that we, I am all about educational tools that allow for adaptability in all levels, all ages, all contents. They have to fit that, that box, which is a really big box, but I don't want a tool that is only going to be used in music class and only going to be used in math class. I want a tool that you can adapt for any, really any objective that you want. And then with that, any subject and any ability level. And so when I go on a soundtrack, and even now I, I notice when we make updates, the team is very um, cognizant about making it intuitive for young learners. Okay. And, and they do have a lot of really high-end, robust editing tools that you wouldn't think, but they're a bit more hidden because they don't want to overwhelm a, a first-time podcaster or a first-time kiddo in the, in the platform trying to just make some loops of his own. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love the ease of use. And so when I'm talking to teachers, I'm saying, you know, don't let GarageBand or Pro Tools or any of those DAWs that you might have had experience with scare you off from using Soundtrap because it is a different experience. And then I, I like to say, you know, this is now the recording studio used to be where you had to go to a space, you had to rent it out, you had to hire a mix, somebody behind the mixing board, um, you, had, you had all of this setup, and now it's literally in the back of your pocket on your phone. You know, all of that is now in the back of your pocket on your phone and you, your students have that. And so we are breaking down all walls and connecting people potentially all over the world. And again, rural Iowa, I wanted that for my kids because I knew that those kids that I taught that I was going to be having this makerspace in were maybe only ever going to live in the county that they were in right now. They might not ever even visit outside of the state of Iowa. And so if I could offer these opportunities for kids to be able to connect in any way and that tool fostered that, I was all in. So yeah, that's kind of my passion behind why I do what I do. That is uh, one heck of a sales pitch right there. Sold. (laughs) I am sold, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sign me up. No, I'm already signed up. Um, But uh, that's, that's great. It's collaborative. It hits on the four C's, and it's one. And I'm glad that you brought that that point up about not being for one specific uh, discipline or one specific subject. I always do analogies with kitchens, with kitchen things, because I like to cook a lot. You know, people say, "Oh, you know, there's Creo. He likes to eat." Well, I, I like to cook. I really like to make and create. As a matter of fact. Um, Girl, I got to tell you, I made some shrimp tacos a little earlier for the dinner with family. Oh, it was good. Shredded up some cabbage and, you know, uh, avocado salsa. I mean, it, it was delicious. We just finished up. Um, oh, jealous. Yeah. Like, can you just yeah. go to my house and do that all over again? It, it was really good. It was really good. Um, and the way you brought up Soundtrap and how multifaceted it can be, that's how I feel about um, like uni tools, like mm-hmm. a rice cooker. I don't believe in a rice cooker because it does one thing. It does it well, but it does one thing and one thing only, and it takes up a lot of space. I'd rather invest my money in a really nice pot, 
a really nice stainless steel pot or uh, like a carbon steel pot or a pan or something, because mm-hmm. I can do a lot with that one tool. Right. And that's, that's exactly how I see Soundtrap and all these different tools that really lend themselves to every single discipline out there. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you said that piece because one of your questions, your pre-interview questions was, you know, a food related question. And I think it was like, if you came to my town, what would I eat or yes. where, would, where would I eat or whatever? Yeah. And I, and I put, and I thought about it for a minute because I was like, oh, what restaurants around here? And then I put tapas down. I noticed and that. Yes. There is not, there's not a tapas restaurant around, but tapas is how we eat in our house because I don't cook. I am the complete opposite of you. Interesting. And so I usually like lay out a spread of a bunch of stuff that's just out of the fridge or cut up, you know, like I can yeah. cut, I can cut till kingdom comes, but don't make me try to like cut it and then cook it and then <laughs> mix it with something else. Yeah. It's a disaster. And so I'm thinking like my way, it, my, my take on Soundtrap with my food is that I want the food, like if you were coming to my house, I would want something super easy to assemble because I want to spend my time talking to you and enjoying your company. So like, that's like the whole collaborative oh. side of Soundtrap. So like ours together, mushing them together is perfect recipe for, I think we have like a, like a book here or something. We've got, yeah, we've got a Tanya Averth and Holly Clark. We're coming, we're coming for you. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I think we have a little, some sort of collaboration, some sort of common ground here with, with how we view these creative tools like Soundtrap. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I couldn't think of that. Oh boy. It's bothering me so much. And I'm not going to, I'm not, I can't move on. It's the other, it's not stainless steel. I told I, when I was making that analogy, um, I actually have one, uh, like Teflon? cast iron, cast, oh, cast iron. iron. Yeah, there we go. That's what I meant to say. God, that would have sounded so much nicer had I just said it when it was coming out. So <laughs> yeah, I'd rather invest my money in a, in a nice cast iron skillet or a really nice stainless steel pot that can do more than one tool. I mean, more than one thing. It's not, it, it's not a, uh, a uni tool. So yeah. all right, I'm, let's, let's stop talking about that. All right. So you've been uh, with Soundtrap for the past couple of years. You've seen the company grow to the point where you are now technically your Spotify employee, aren't you? I am. You yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big. Not a lot of people that not, I don't know anyone out there besides you who would say that mm-hmm. I work for Spotify. Um, that's pretty Try- cool. Try living in Minnesota and telling people that because I work remotely. So there's no Spotify office around me. Oh, man. Now, you did mention uh, that you uh, you eight weeks or eight, eight days out of the year, eight weeks out of the year. Eight weeks. Yeah. Eight weeks. So once a quarter, I spend two two weeks in Stockholm at our mother and our mothership. And that is, uh, it's beautiful. I'm taking my husband now this next trip in November and because I've been there enough that he's just like, are you going to take me so I can meet these people you work with? And I'm like, okay, hon, I'll make it happen. But it is, if you ever get a chance to visit Stockholm, it is a gorgeous city. Oh my gosh. I remember I saw one of the pictures you tweeted. You were there like maybe a month, a month ago, right? Yeah. 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 The end of August. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. And I think I, I replied to you like, Hey, uh, (laughs) got room in your luggage. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's pretty cool. Now, um, getting back to like the whole soundtrap for edu and soundtrap for schools mm-hmm. you've explained what soundtrap is it's basically a recording studio and that's the best way i could re- describe it as well when i try to describe it to an employee or a mm-hmm. colleague a friend it's a recording studio in your pocket or in your backpack mm-hmm. 
with the ability yep. to do things uh, collaboratively in the cloud and that. Now, what can a classroom teacher or a class of students do with Soundtrap? I've got some projects that I'm working on now. I've done some podcasting with it uh, as well. And mm -hmm. I want you to kind of share the experiences that you have on the EDU side. What are some things out there, some ideas that teach that you can possibly give to teachers or just mm -hmm. maybe those Soundtrap users who never thought like, holy cow, I can maybe do that. Yeah. If you no, can share I, some of those, that'd be great. Oh yeah, absolutely. So if you're thinking, let's say like a, a science classroom and you're going to go outside with the kids and you're going to maybe have them take their journal to um, have some kind of um, field guide, taking notes. Well, instead of writing it down, you could do quick records uh, but with that, you can also get sounds, you know, so if you're like, um, studying birds, you could get the, the, the actual bird sound that you're getting. And then when you go back to the classroom, you have this archived, um, evidence of what you just did outside and then you can add to it, you can edit it. And then, you know, whatever you decide to do with that is what, you know, as a teacher, you can, um, you could compile them and, and share them on a, on a website or, what I really like is any subject that you do do. So let's say um, in a geography classroom and you're studying like the local, the local geography, you know, you do that same thing that we just talked about science where you go yeah. out and you take, you, you grab audio clips of something that's really awesome, whether it be an interview with somebody or a sound or a fact about the bridge that you're walking past. And then let's build that into like an actual uh, tour guide, audio guide, and work with the Chamber of Commerce in your community and have that posted on the actual city website. And it's interesting because I was just having a conversation with my school uh, curriculum director a couple of days ago, and we were actually thinking about doing like a mile in my shoes, and it's going to be like a mile-long trail on our, on our trail system. And there's going to be signs throughout with information, but there's going to be also QR codes that link to audio files talking about whatever's on the sign that the, the kids have researched and, and um, whatnot. So that just made me think of that. But, you know, day in the life documentary um, uh, documentaries, like in uh, interviewing um, your grandparents or a professional in the field and having the ability to have them just log into Soundtrap wherever they're at, instead of having to call them and use some kind of recorder yeah. um, and then, and then pulling the audio from that. Uh, you know, that just kind of makes it easier. You know, special ed classrooms, I think, have been the most powerful for me because I didn't really think about using, you know, essentially a music making tool, which I know there's so much more than just music making. But one of the, the special ed teachers I came across got so excited because she's like, Meredith, you have to hear how I use this. And it was a complete accident. And it was when one of her behavioral disorder kids came and was melting down, basically. And in the past, she kind of said, you know, so-and-so go to the, go to your space and just, you know, take your journal and just write for me. Uh, um, just cool off basically just to, you know, yeah. decompress. And one day she just decided to send him with his Chromebook for the first time, because I think she was just in the Soundtrap for the first time. And she thought, well, I'll just try this, you know, and said, Hey, this is Soundtrap. Just instead, you know, play with the loops, the pre-recorded loops that are there and try to capture how you feel right now in the, in the, in the music. And that was so powerful for her because a, the kid was way more engaged in that activity and B 
the product that came from it was really powerful because they, when they were explaining, because he, he essentially explained it later and he worked through all of those emotions, yeah. um, which is just a super healthy thing to do anyway. And, and the fact that our DAW could help with that, our, our music recorder could help with that is just, it's very powerful. And, you know, so those are like four examples and I just, I have so many in my head and, and it's basically, you know, in a nutshell with, with teachers, whatever you want to do, do it, try to add an audio component to it and then share it with the world, you know, whether that be, um, on Twitter or the school announcements, um, but give the kids a real authentic audience a, a voice, a, a, it's, it's text, student, you know, it's, it's voice. voice. It's, it's their voice. It's their actual voice. Um, yeah. And I do have, and I'll share, I, I'm assuming you have like some kind of notes that you can tag along. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'll I have, put things in like anything you bring up that you have a URL to, I'll put yeah. it in show notes that way people can follow up in that. And obviously ways to connect with you. Yeah, I have a Padlet that has 200 ideas that I've just, through having conversations with teachers, I've compiled them and they're just like one sentence ideas to yeah. get people kind of like the, the, the wheels turning in their head on how they could potentially be inspired to use it. So cool. I will share that with you. Well, I'm working on a couple of different projects right now with both my high school and my middle school. And um, we did a, uh, a Wii video project. Yeah. And we're taking that Wii video that they created and we're making background music and they have to read their poem. And they were like, well, can, you know, I rap or I do this, you know, can I make a rap? Well, first off, I'm not your teacher. That's completely up to your teacher. But, you know, if I get the head nod from the teacher, I will show you guys how to produce a great, uh, a great audio file, a great outlet for you to show off what you do. Ma or not master, but show us that you definitely mastered and understand and really know the ins and outs of this standard we're teaching you in your own medium. Yeah. So uh, I'm showing them Soundtrap. We're getting, we're playing around with it. And then I have this middle school. Oh man, God bless these little kids. They came up to me with a sales pitch. They want to start a podcast. So oh. they sat down with me. They had, they had no idea that I even had a podcast. So I happened to tell them about 20 minutes into the conversation and they, they were like blown away. Oh. And, uh, you know, I, I hit them with the, some the essential questions that maybe they didn't think about. And right. they had no idea about uh, podcast hosting, you know, that you're, your audio files, your um, RSS feed has to live somewhere. Yep. And then, comp not companies, but these other um, readers like iTunes or Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and that, they all feed off of this feed. So they right. were like blown away, like, oh, how do we do this? Does it cost money? And how do we record? And this and that. We all can't be in the same room because we have different schedules. And I just smiled at them and the teacher. And I said, <laughs> do I have the product for you? Aww. Which is why I am'd you last week. And uh, we connected today. That way we can get them, hopefully get uh, them on the boat. Yes. Yes. No, I love it. And, there, and you, you know, you were saying about the rapping thing. And, uh, you know, I was a music teacher and I... I will be the first to admit that I didn't teach the kids like I should have been teaching them. And it was the kids that weren't involved in music. Um, I, I was traditionally trained. So I, I immediately kind of taught the way I was 
taught. The way we learn. The way we learn, exactly. Mm -hmm. And there was kids that would come up to me and, you know, be interested in music in a way that I couldn't, I couldn't give them anything at that time with my knowledge and my know-how and my experience at that time, I didn't have a soundtrack to put in front of them. And I so wished I would have had that because, because I was, I was a little afraid of the technology to be honest with you. Um, but it wasn't invented yet. I, those kids are what, I mean, if you Google famous musicians and how many don't know how to read music, you would be astounded and you're missing some of the most talented youth when you try to fit them into a box. And, yeah. and this is one of those tools that allows for the box to be just completely, oh, I like how Audrey, my colleague says, you know, it's a very, it's a low floor and a high ceiling. It's, and it's almost no ceiling. You could go anywhere with it. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's one thing I just, yeah, I love to be able to support teachers that are at that point because I know I can't go backwards, but I can move forward yeah, and help, yeah. help them. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, when one of these kids kind of wrote their rap and recited it to me, he got his point across. But the only thing that I had a problem with was I sat down with him and I said, look, son, you got to work on your you got to work on your rhyme pattern, kid. I'm not feeling these 16. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bring me the fire. This isn't working. Right. But, you know, I'm just playing. But he got his point across. But, you know, he yeah. he found something. that he just understood mm-hmm. he was engaged i mean you want to talk about a high a room full of 16 17 year olds not saying a word because their headphones are in and they're playing <sighs> and they're doing this and that and they're going out to the hallway to 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 practice the different or to to practice recording and get the audio uh playback and play around with the different effects and the compressors that you guys have all built into the tools it's right. just unreal. Like I know if I was 16 years old and I had this tool in front of me, Oh, who knows who, obviously who knows where I would be right now. I, who, you know, it, we would, we would yeah. probably be somewhere we wouldn't have even imagined, you know? Yeah, no, Creative. I know. And, and, and not only that, but it gives them so much uh, encouragement to keep going. Like even if they don't become the next DJ or the next uh, music producer or musician, it, you know, they've, once they've sat down and they've created something themselves, that, that's a pat on the back, you know, that, that they can own that. And then they move forward and they fail and they get better. And, and I just think that the more tools we can offer kids that give them those opportunities to try something, maybe not do the best job, you know, maybe not get the rap pattern the right way the first time, but then to go back and learn and then make it again. And then to be able to say that is mine. I, I own that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is not, it's not just a worksheet. It's not just the same worksheet 30 times. Oh boy. Worksheet. Don't even get me started with that. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to back up a little bit here. Now let's get to the food. Oh yes. Let's get to the food. Now you're from Iowa transplant to, um, Minnesota. Minnesota. I almost said Wisconsin for some reason. Well, I can see Wisconsin from my house. So can you really? I can. Okay. So if I'm going to Minnesota, to your neck of the woods, where do I need to eat and what do I need to order? Well, and this goes for Iowa too, but beef. I mean, you can't, I know that Texas has beef, but you haven't had good prime rib until you've been to 
Iowa or Minnesota. I just had the best prime rib of my life on Saturday night. And you're going to ask me where that really? restaurant, you're going to ask me that restaurant. And I can't <laughs> tell you the name of it. It was you know a Greek funny? American restaurant with the best prime rib. You wouldn't think, but Greek American, Greek American. And my husband had a leg of lamb and I had oh. a prime rib and we were both just like having a moment. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, if Greeks are great at their olive oil and their herbs, if you can uh, put a good olive oil on a good cut of meat, you don't need much after that. You that don't. Is, no. Oh my gosh. That's, that's flavor country right there. So yeah, yeah I know you're Googling this, right? I, I am actually, <laughs> I was, I was texting my husband from my computer asking him where it was. Cause that's, he's always every weekend. So now that we've moved to the city, cause we lived in, you know, tiny town, we were three hours from anything. Yeah. And uh, now that we're just 20 or 30 minutes from the cities, I say, okay, honey, what, where are we going this weekend and what are we eating? Because he spent all week uh, looking up restaurants and, and c- kind of trying to decide which one's the best one. And we won't yeah. go to the same one twice. That's, so. that's a good philosophy there. I like that. That's a good practice. Yeah. 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 Well, now that we have basically an you know, unlimited supply here, yeah. <laughs> you got to have a strategy. Yeah, you do. Sometimes it's overwhelming. You know, a lot of times when we're, we're going to go out to eat as a family, um, the first question I will ask my wife is, what don't you feel like eating? Because if you start with the, what do you feel like eating? Well, I don't know. What do you feel like eating? It, 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 you're half an hour into a conversation and you're not even in the car yet. That's so true. That's I really always, good. I always start with, what don't you feel like eating? Well, I don't feel like eating pizza or Chinese food. Boom. We're halfway there already. Yeah. I should, I should trademark that. Copy that is that. good. Cause I haven't thought of that. That's like when you ask your kid, instead of saying how was school today, you say, what was, what excited you about school or what was exciting at school today? Yeah. Give me your three and, ups and your three downs about school. Yep. Yeah. Which still doesn't get much from my kids after yeah. a long good. day. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now, how can people get started with Soundtrap? So we always offer a 30-day free trial to any educator what? that wants to try it out. Yes. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You guys better thank Meredith Allen on Twitter for that one. And if you mention that you, if you email me at meredith.allen at soundtrap.com and mention that you, you heard it on the podcast, I think I could probably extend your trial significantly. M- Merry Christmas. So Happy that. Hanukkah. Uh, it's all there. Yep. I mean, what more do yep. you want? It's the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. Yes, it is. And during that time, like seriously, I want to hear from you guys. I want you to email me and tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly of your experience because I am the gate. I'm the gateway. I am the one of the channels. <laughs> I hold the power. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are Gandalf. In bridge, yes, exactly. <laughs> you shall not pass. I am one of the channels to Stockholm, and I get. I I get to share all of your guys's great feedback to the team and and they want to be better they want to listen to you guys and make a tool that works and and so far they've done right by it they they keep trucking and they're they're doing good so please during that trial contact me and reach out and then pass that you know you can for your school your district um or personally you know if you're a music producer and you want to tinker with it we have a consumer version as well yeah. And uh, one thing I will ask you guys out there that any feedback that you have about Soundtrap and you're hearing it here on the podcast or you're, or you're a subscriber or a listener, please use the hashtag Soundtrapitis. That's part of the blog post that I wrote about, I wrote about a, a month and a half ago. 
um, you know, flip, flip grid fever swept the ed tech world the past year and a half, thanks to Claudio Zavala. And yes. uh, I thought I, we all caught flip grid fever, ironically from Minnesota. Um, and I have officially caught soundtrapitis. There we so go. I love it. Sound, that's my hashtag soundtrapitis. So any thoughts, feedback, uh, if you're a podcast listener about uh, or regarding soundtrap, please use that, uh, that hashtag. Now, how can people connect with you and Soundtrap via social media? So yeah, Soundtrap's on social media, Twitter and Instagram. Um, we also have a Facebook group page that is vetted for educators. So if you search Soundtrap for Education in Facebook, there is a thousand plus actual teachers using Soundtrap in their classroom. And it's been a an amazing resource for people sharing what has worked for them collaborations you know schools have yeah. found each other through this so there's that and then um personally i'm at ms meredith allen at twitter and in instagram so yeah just connect stay in touch hashtag soundtrapitis spread the spread the soundtrapitis that's what i always say cool now um, yeah, I think we hit the big points. My big points were, you know, using it for the EDU purposes, the create, the creation, the creativity, the four C's. So, I mean, this is a great tool. And one of my big thing, one big piece that I'll give you guys out there is I'm big on app smashing. So, start with a poem. Start with a project in class. Start with a some sort of a narrative or personal writing. Maybe have the students turn it into uh, a song or maybe have the students read it using Soundtrap, you know, create a little background tune to it, have your own personal flair onto it, and then maybe throw that into your uh, your Adobe Spark or throw that into a Flipgrid or something. But get that creation going with the students. That way they are creating creatively using all these different tools that are available to them and it's just going to make the product better. Now, you guys are also part of the Google Apps for Education, um, the creative suite, isn't it? Yeah, Google still offers bundles, and we are in their creative apps bundle. with Creative uh, apps bundle, that's what they Yep, call. yep, with uh, WeVideo and Explain Everything. Okay. Yep, I yep. Love and it. they all, they all um, complement each other very, very nicely, and, and all three together, and... It's pretty powerful. Yes, on any device, Chromebook, whatever. So, <laughs> yep. um, and I'll be presenting how to create a podcast using Soundtrap and some other tools uh, at FETC in Florida, January 27th, I want to say. I'll put the details in the show notes or you could check out the website. And I'm also going to be presenting at TCEA here in San Antonio on podcasting as well. So and the team will be at FETC. So we'll be seeing each other in Florida. Okay. I love it. Now, yeah. um, when you say the team, you mean you as well? Uh, yes. Me and Audrey in Maine and Taylor in Texas and Caitlin in Michigan. And those right. are the four, the four U S guys, girls and wow. guys. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now I have one very important question to ask you that I ask every guest at the end of a podcast interview. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Corn tortillas or flour tortillas? You're not going to like me. Flour. Oh, you're. Well, no, I just I'm know foodies. I know foodies. You're a foodie and yeah. my husband's a foodie and he's like, it's blasphemy to have a flour tortilla. And so I know I I'm sorry. 
I'm, I'm a corn. I'm a corn guy. I know, I'm and I'm from Iowa, so you would think I would want to, yeah. you know, help the economy, but no. Flour. Uh, flour tortillas get love in our household, so okay, I'm not good. gonna lie. But but if it was up to me, it'd be a corn all day, every day. So, all right. So, anything else you want to say out there to the podcast listeners? Oh, just thank you for this opportunity. And like I said, contact me. Let me know what you're doing in your classes. I'll share it on the blog. I just I love to connect teachers. So yeah, stay in touch. Cool. And I'll put all the information in the show notes. And I want to give a big shout out to you, Meredith. Thank you. And if you can turn around and give that message to everyone else at Soundtrap, thank you for uh, such an amazing product, listening to your consumers and your teachers, your audience, and uh, continuing to build on that. Yeah, thank so, you. Cool. Well, I, I, I had a great time. Thank you for accepting it. And uh, we'll catch you, catch you later. Thank you. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me in episode 32 with Meredith Allen. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get notified whenever a new episode is published. And also, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, tell a friend about the podcast and help spread the word. Want to connect on social media? Make sure you subscribe to the EdTechBytes website at edtechbytes.com and follow me on Twitter at EdTechBytes, Instagram at EdTechBytes, and Facebook at facebook.com slash EdTechBytes. You can also leave feedback at edtechbytes.com slash reflections. Also, don't forget to check out my Spotify playlist by clicking on the link in the description. The EdTechBytes podcast is now on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and help me produce content like this, please check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash edtechbytes. You can become a patron and give $1, 3 or $5 per month to support the EdTechBytes podcast. Any donation is greatly appreciated. Thank you. I want to give a huge shout out to Meredith from Soundtrap for joining me and sharing her love for Soundtrap with us all. I also want to give a huge shout out to the Flipgrid Bus Tour team for making Nimitz Middle School a stop on the Lone Star Tour. This is Gabriel Carrillo signing off, and don't forget that great conversations happen when we break bread with great people. Buen provecho. The EdTech Bites Podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators podcasts by educators. For more, go to edupodcastnetwork.com.